Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation with sort of a voice. So, welcome to it. Yes, welcome. So it's Sunday, 12-4. Tomorrow, the Senate with Nicholas Scatiri, they're going to be attacking us uh, in whatever budget committee or whatever uh, with the uh, carry killer bill which is really pissing me off, and there's really not much we can talk about. We'll cover it, obviously, with next week's show. They are trying to fast-track it, uh, and uh, I have some things to add to that. But first, I want to get into the uh, introductions and all. Uh, So Wednesday, my father had his hip replaced, and while he was having his hip replaced, his younger brother passed away unexpectedly. So it was a fun week for me handling that and dealing with my mom and my dad. My dad is fine. He's home. He's recovering. For everybody that comes to the range and sees him walking around with the cane all the time, he thanks everybody for their uh, well wishes. And uh, my one of my partners here, Matt, who's been with me since he's 22 years old, who handles all the... Uh, marketing and advertising and customer service and front end. A lot of you know Matt sitting at the front desk uh, all the time. His dad passed away a couple of weeks ago, uh, made it to 87 years old, God bless, was uh, strong as steel. Matter of fact, worked at Bethlehem Steel for many years. So Matt, without further ado, for the first time ever in 602 shows, is on Gun For Hire Radio today. What's up, Matt Danches? Welcome, Matt. Hello, hello everybody, and I appreciate the time today. This is pretty exciting. Matt's, Matt's breaking got, new uh, ground. Breaking Matt's new got ground. a radio voice, he does, Sandy. He does, he does. So Matt's worried about running over time, and I told him I would handle it. So uh, I'm glad you all got to hear Matt. Now he's off the show, and Sandy and I will finish the next 56 <laughs> minutes together. So Matt, you see, you didn't have to worry about taking up too much time. Thank you for coming on. Perfect. <laughs> ah, it's a pleasure meeting everyone. <laughs> So I I brought Matt on for a few reasons. A, he's never been on the show before. Maybe someday we'll have Richie on, but Richie's not in today, so he's not on the show. (laughs) Um, So he gets his green visor off, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, Richie's the bean counter, Ainsley, (laughs) by the way. Uh, Ainsley has a doctorate in uh, accounting or something now, Sandy, which I didn't know people could do that. So he can actually operate on your calculator, slide rule, and abacus. (laughs) Uh, yeah, and he majored in abacus, I guess. Yes. Oh, I'm going to get shit on he Monday. Did his thesis on abacus. I'm going to get shit on Monday. Ainsley so anyway, Matt is the designer extraordinaire uh, in Gun for Hire uh, for many, many years. He actually designed the Gun for Hire logo. Uh, I bought the domain, and he designed the logo. We've shared that story before. So. A lot of you know we, we launched an NFT, so we're going to take a few minutes in the first segment, and Matt is going to talk about the NFT because people get scared because they think you're going to get sucked into crypto with everything that's going on with FTX and all that other crap. And uh, this is not just a non-fungible token. You're not just getting a digital piece of art or something. You're actually getting value, six hour and everything. So, Matt... Since you're much younger than Sandy and I, explain to everybody what this is. <laughs> uh, you had customers stop you today and ask you what's going on. So just yeah. organically go take it from the top, please. Hit it. Yeah, So, and I appreciate that. It's, it's you know, sitting at the, the front and interacting with a lot of the – a full range of our customer base um, from every age group, uh, you know, eight years old and up could shoot. So we have everybody, we have the younger kids trying to tell their parents to get it. It's a great thing. And they looking at me cross-eyed. So (laughs) (laughs) So, to kind of give you an idea, uh, you're starting at the top, you know, an NFT, as everybody, uh, you know, more people are learning, it's called a non-fungible token. And, you know, in its simplest terms, it's something that cannot be uh, exchanged or uh, it's very unique. It's a one of a kind, for instance, it can't be duplicated. So it can't be replaced, for instance, with something else. So for instance, an example is Gary here at Gunfire has an autographed Glock 31 from Chris Tonto Peranto. 
So for instance, that's like a one-off item. It can't be, you know, redone. Um, an NFT is the same thing. It's a digital serialized piece of artwork that cannot be duplicated. So there's only one original and the original does have value. Um, you know, our NFTs have added value as they come with the Gun For Hire membership. And the membership is for the year, but the NFT is forever. Again, it's a serialized and registered to the buyer. So to give you an idea, we have 1,000 NFTs and there's five different designs, 200 of each design. You cannot choose the design. It's basically randomly chosen for you by a computer bot after you purchase. Um, the nice thing is, you know, we've said before, it has nothing to do with crypto. A lot of people are nervous about the crypto market, um, you know, as I am, and it has nothing to do with that. The NFT is a standalone, completely different, unique marketing uh, tool. Um, so the thousand NFTs, they do come with the Gun For Hire membership, and there's a lot of great perks with that membership. Um, for instance, seven days a week, you jump the queue. And there's discounts, there's discounts in the stores. So there's a lot of great little perks along with this membership. Now, if the computer bot gives you and you end up with the soldier design NFT, not only do you get that one year gun for hire membership, you also win a very exclusive ticket to this ultimate range day. And those 200 people, not only are they gonna experience um, shooting with a SIG Pro uh, and get to experience the whole SIG uh, team at gun for hire, um, we're going to have a lot of stations set up with a lot of different things going on that day. It's going to be very exciting with amazing food. Those 200 people will also be put in for a raffle. 20 people in that group out of the 200 will win exclusive VIP tour and training at SIG in New Hampshire for the day. So that's a very exciting uh, on itself. And an additional um, 20 people... If we sell all 1,000 NFTs, there's an additional 20 people that are going to win this $2,500 custom SIG that is absolutely beautiful. Um, we're going to be uh, displaying that in the store if anybody wants to come down and take a look. It's just, you know, it, it's, a, it's a gorgeous gun. And again, we're starting off right now. We already have four on order, and we're going to be ordering more as uh, these NFTs are selling. And I'd like to pause for a second and give a big thank you to all the supporters that have come out for the pre-sale and also the sale which has now begun and the uh it's been tremendous uh seeing all of the support and everybody jumping on this and excited about it and again i i cannot stress this is the first brick in a historical road and you don't want to miss out i'm telling you we're just getting started and i can't stress to you enough that this is so much more than a membership. And once again, membership perks have ended with this NFT membership, we are gonna have pop-up events and several other exciting things, a manufactured items. A lot of different things are in the works already um, to continue to give this first inaugural set of NFTs a lot of value. Um, you know, uh, and, yeah, people don't realize that uh, because they think it's just the digital artwork. And the other thing is, I want to tell you, we, we, th we thought about this long and hard. Me, Richie, and Matt had meetings, and we decided that we, we, we don't know much about this NFT market or anything. And I, we knew that Barrett Rifle, and I, I'm on the board, NRA board with Ronnie Barrett, Barrett had issued an NFT for digital artwork and three-dimensional artwork and, you know, uh, out in the Internet artwork for his Barrett 50 Cal and some other guns. So I was thinking, well, if he's the first gun manufacturer, well, then gun for hire by hook or by crook, we're going to be the first gun range training facility gun store to launch it. And then what does Matt do? Matt supersizes it, and he grabs uh, an agreement with Sig Sauer where they're making the limited edition NFT gun, and he's got, you know, uh, their shooters come in here in March, and we have six hours sharing it on their social media pages where they have millions of followers. So, again, gun for hire, tip of the spear, right, Matt? 
Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Uh, Matt, it, I'd like to just finish off a little bit, stay the whole show, and then you're going to end up what you're going to talk about, about the artwork with the, uh, the military figure on the, on the special coin. Sounds great. Fantastic. Cool. So... Let's talk about supporting those who support you. We talk about this all the time. Matt, how many times people walk in the store or the range and go, I'm here because of support those who support you? Every day. Every day without (laughs) question. (laughs) That's what we need to do. So just just a a thing. So Brian Bergen and I have been discussing a lot. He's Assemblyman Brian Bergen, military veteran. He's going to be coming in here and doing a meet and greet at the range. Not a fundraiser or anything. He just wants to talk to us gun people. Uh, so I'm going to be, uh, him and I have had a dialogue for a while. So he's going to be, he's going to be coming here and, and talking. Uh, and you all know who Brian Bergen is. If you don't know who Brian Bergen is, then you didn't watch any of the assembly hearings, okay? He called Danielson an a-hole on an open mic, and then got called out on the media and said, yeah, I did say that, and I meant it. All right? He's our kind of guy. And then another one who took uh, the assembly to task was Assemblyman Robert Auth. Robert Auth has been a member of the range, his whole entourage, his friends and families. He owns a travel agency in Dumont. But Assemblyman Auth, he's having a beefsteak on December 16th. In, uh, and you can find it on his Facebook page or on his page. Assembly Robert Auth Beefsteak. It's it's nothing. It's it's uh, it's uh, I think it's fifty dollars a person or something. Oh, to fifty five dollars yeah. a person for a beefsteak. But you know what? He's done so much for us. Put your money where your mouth is. Support those who support you. Gun for hire. We, we we're the thousand dollar dinner sponsor because nice. that's what we're supposed to do. Because he he stood up for us and we stand up for him. That's how it works. So we not only did that, but we took it a step further. We are having a uh, Bullets and Bagel fundraiser for Robert Auth on January 10th. <laughs> Matt will be posting that shortly. That's going to be $150 a person. It's going to be a small thing. It's only going to be about 30 people, but we're doing that fundraiser, and we're underwriting the whole thing at Gun for Hire because, again, I put my mouth, and all of us here, we put our wallets. Where Matt, how often are you doing artwork for, for donations that we do for politicians and local organizations, right? Daily. And you know what? It's a beautiful <laughs> thing that, that we, we, we're in that position to, uh, to work with the community like that. And it's, it's, it's great seeing them come in. And then afterwards, uh, you know, even from Boy Scouts to politicians to businesses, they come in as groups and they thank us and they give us plaques and different things which are not needed. But the, the appreciation is really beautiful. Correct. We put our money and our, 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 our faces where we want to put them and we're always out there. Uh, we're going to have a fundraiser here. We'll do one for Brian Bergen, too. Uh, we're going to continue to support Bergen and Auth and anybody else that fights for us. Now, the Senate fight is coming up. So this week, I expect to see Senator uh, Tony B- Anthony Bucco fighting for us. He's a member of the range, qualified here. I expect to see Senator Bramnick fighting for us. He's a potential next governor, a moderate, but... He's on our side. And I, I've had people say to me, well, you know, we need a hardcore right-wing governor. Really? Yeah, Would you rather Christie the past six years, yeah. who was a moderate, who didn't do shit for us but held the line? Or would you rather Murphy for the past six years? Right. Ah, right. We also have comes here the, the mayor of Woodcliffe Lake, Mike Cassell, shoots here. The mayor of Montvale shoots here. The mayor, uh, my, mayor uh, Carlos Rendo, the mayor of Woodcliffe Lake, excuse me. Senator Bucco, Senator Bramdick, and Holly Shapisi shoots here. The mayor of Union, New Jersey, she's female. Her and her husband are both gold members of the range here. Extremely pro-gun, always have great dialogue with her. You know why? Because gun for hire is always out there. We're always putting our neck out. We're always speaking the truth. So that's why we have these beefsteaks and bullets and bagels for assemblymen, meet and greets, because we have to continue to keep doing this. Because, listen, most of our elected officials, they're all Marxists now. They're trampling on our rights. They're marching over the Constitution. They're marching over the Supreme Court ruling. It's about time we call the Democrat Party the Communist Party. I mean, I mean, really. If you're looking for J-Factor to help you, he's overloaded. Remember, if you don't have the code word, I donated to CNJFO, you're out. You have to send that to J-Factor. Jay is going to let me know when he's coming up to buy his carry gun. We have a surprise for him up at the uh, gun store. If he doesn't let me know when he comes up to buy his carry gun, he is going to be banned from the range. There's been a lot of this uh, <laughs> postings going on on uh, Facebook about Jay is going to – why is Jay banned? Why is Anthony banning him? What's going on? So listen to this. Jay took money that everybody's been eating peanut butter and jelly donations. 
And, you know, we have a couple of cases where he's trying to get rid of a lot of the uh, burdensome stuff with the carry permits. And him and David Jensen had a court hearing this week, and it went over spectacularly. And it looks like Jay Factor is going to be getting his permit issued to him with no restrictions, which is something that everybody in New Jersey will be able to use to have the restrictions lifted off of your carry permit. That's how it works. Remember, it was never just about Jay. This is always about everybody, right? Uh, and they're working on the other cases with uh, with uh, David Jensen, Mark Cheeseman. Everybody is out there. Again, the heavy hitters have grown exponentially. I talk all the time about everybody getting an FID card. Matt, your son is 18 years old. Did you get his FID card yet? It's on the way. See, I can't it's believe on. Dylan is 18 years old. Dylan is a Dylan works here part time. <laughs> if you ever see this really skinny, handsome kid with about 65 pounds of hair. Uh, that's Matt's son, Dylan. You'll see him working in uh, the. He'll see him working in concierge, retail, the range. I mean, everywhere. The kid can work anywhere. He started working for us a lot during COVID, and uh, he comes in whenever he can. Obviously, he's juggling extracurricular activities, girls, school, and he's getting ready to go to uh, to college. So, uh, and he has a car. And, you know, for money he makes here all the time. So we never get to see him anymore. But but we hazed him properly. And Matt and Maritza raised him properly. And he's turned out to be quite the fine young man. Do you like that, Matt? We hazed him and raised yeah. him properly. I like that. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he does something good, I give him a knife, Sandy. What could go wrong? <laughs> he has a nice collection. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, you're doing a good job. Here's another sharp object. Always give teenage boys sharp objects. What could go wrong? Right? right. Uh, everybody should get your firearms ID cards. Every politician I talk to tells me that they ask the state police for the numbers. They want to know how many gun owners they're in their voting districts. Okay? I got a little, uh, a little public service announcement from Mark Cheeseman here. He wrote, lawsuits take time. Don't make the mistake of thinking a case is going to restore something quickly. My current assault weapons ban case is running into 2023. We see that, guys. Our 15-round mag ban case keeps getting pushed out. Our FID card case keeps pushed out. The ANGRPC mag ban, uh, assault weapons ban case keeps getting pushed out. All right? He said the mag ban case should have been over over two months ago. It's still in the courts. He says, once a petition gets filed, there is no real priority from the courts. And what's happened in New York may not happen here, where the courts are giving us uh, restraining orders and granting stays or whatever. He says, defendants and plaintiffs are allowed 45 days to respond. One exchange of arguments can take months. Litigation is a long, slow, painful process, and New Jersey knows that. We know they use it to advantage. And they are banking on litigation and the same tired ass arguments. Okay, yeah. uh, and he says he says uh, Matt Plankett or any state attorney that entered this this ring to do battle is either stupid or just arrogant. If they argue the same stupid crap from 1972, they will lose more than they anticipated. Okay, all New Jersey does is copy and paste arguments and they that, that have been addressed and declared unconstitutional by Bruin. In this carry killer bill, simply it's simply a soapbox for Murphy's 2024 presidential run. He goes, has the legislature forgotten how to think for themselves and not get pimped out by Murphy? Mark, I couldn't agree with you more. Sandy, the last couple of weeks I've been saying it, right? The legislators yeah, are walking absolutely. in lockstep with Murphy. Right. Meanwhile, Murphy's leaving. Yeah. He's going to be gone in two years. He's going to run for president unsuccessfully after three months. His campaign and his toupee and his bad teeth are going to disappear, <laughs> right? right? But these legislators are going to have to answer to us next November election cycle. All the new gun owners, all the old gunners that have woken up and becoming active. So you made a plaque with, with Murphy because you think he's going to get elected the president. You're going to get a cabinet job or something. You know what you're going to get? I hope you're going to get a defeat because us vocal gun owners, we are going to join together. And we are going to pick a few of you out and we're going to pick you off when it comes to reelection. So Mark continues, no matter how long it takes, it's going to be catastrophic for our legislatures. The issue will come up in 2023 when you're up for reelection. You manage to restrain 
your own voters. Mark, I couldn't have said it any better. I read it like 10 times. I had a copy and paste it, and I stole it without permission. Oh, by the way, Mark, can I use that on Gunfire Radio 602? (laughs) 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 So, Matt, this is how we do things here. We wing it, and then we we ask later for permission. For our New Jersey legislators. This was from The Reload, which is uh, Steve Gutowski started a very good uh, blog called The Reload. And what they're finding is they just did a the Marquette. Is it Marquette, Sandy, M-A-R-Q-U-E-T-T, Marquette, Marquette. University? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marquette University just saw a 36% jump positive from respondents that agree with the Bruin ruling, the New York State Rifle and Pistol and Bruin ruling. It's up to 65% agree with the ruling, 35% oppose the decision. A year ago, it was the opposite. Okay? An interesting switch. It, it, listen, the, and this, I believe, is indicative of all the states, including New Jersey. Yeah. Matt, you sit up front. Tell the listeners, does the phones or the walk-in stop with people being awakened, becoming politically active, or wanting to get their gun or wanting to get a carry permit? Does it stop, Matt? Never. Right. That, isn't Never. it not ten times what it was before Bruin? Absolutely. Right? I, I, honestly, every day it, it has to be about 30% more, at least. Nonstop. It just, Sandy, is you don't see it, Sandy. You know, you're not here. You're in a free state right now. It's nonstop, Sandy. Yeah. My staff and everything, Gary sends out emails. Matt sends out emails educating the staff. I send out stuff, ANGRPC alerts or whatever. But <clears throat> So nationally, it's flipped. 35% used to approve of people carrying guns and having guns. Now it's 65%. I'm telling you, it's this silent majority that we need to awaken, and our majority has grown. It has grown. It couldn't happen at a a better time. You're absolutely right. Meanwhile, you know what New Jersey's working on right now? They just, they just, they're passing a law that requires adults to wear helmets when riding a bicycle. Oh, there you go. I mean, it, it's unbelievable, <laughs> the nanny statement. You know, my wife is uh, uh, up in New Jersey right now visiting her father, um, who's fallen on some hard times. And Sorry. Um, the, uh, she, she said, every time I get in the car, I, I pull into the parking lot at ShopRite, and she goes, I forget the friggin' bags. Because, yep. we, you know, we live in a free state. So she buys where, new ones. So she has to buy new ones all the time. And, and I said to her last night, I said, you know, what's sad is, and, and, and from being here, we, you know, we've only been staying in a free state since, what, June. And um, you talk to people who just can't fathom why we live the way we do. They just don't understand why, why it is that we would allow ourselves to be lulled into that um, total ty- ty- tyranny and the control by the by, by the tyrants, and and just and just acquiesce and and go with it, and and they so, don't under, they just don't they just can't conceive of that. So now New Jersey just reversed the bear hunt because bears are everywhere. Okay, yeah, right. and they're attacking people and dogs, domestic animals, and New Jersey now is reversing not the plastic bag ban, but they're going to allow paper bags because <laughs> the plastic bag ban is a total failure. They're going to allow so, paper bags. Yeah. So now I'm waiting to get in trouble because it's common knowledge here. We're still using plastic bags. You want to know why I'm still using plastic bags? Because we bought like ten thousand plastic bags. We don't use a lot of bags, right? Right. When they banned the plastic bags in July, what was I supposed to do with those bags? <laughs> <laughs> Would it have been good for the environment if I threw them out? And I want to tell they you why want this. You to, that's exactly what they want. I'm going to do. tell you what happened. One of our members here, his kid works for Wegmans up in Bergen County. Yeah. The day they banned them, the store manager they threw four pallets of plastic bags in the dumpsters. Oh my god! Now was that good for the environment, or should there been a moratorium that you should have used all the bags and then switched over? Would that not have made sense, Sandy? Yeah, absolutely would have made sense. Right. So here's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for somebody to wrap me out and the government come in here and lock me up or fine me because then I'm going to ask the government, so what should I have done with the 10,000 plastic bags? Here's the invoice. Here's the day we received it in the warehouse six months before the ban came through. your bags are reusable. Yeah, the reusable black bags. But should I have just thrown them out? Is that how this works? Right. So it's all bullshit, all right? But listen, people are waking up. The whole way we live is bullshit. 
Yeah, the it's, nanny state. So now, listen, I wear a seatbelt. If I was riding a bike on a street, I'd probably wear a helmet, right? But but I'm telling you right now, we have this is all our legislators care about. How can we infringe? How can we encroach on people's lives? Again, because if you look, it, it all ties together. If you look at the thread that runs through all of their thinking, they think they know better than you. You are an imbecile. You don't know how to uh, that that that. Um, here's how you should not be able to use a paper bag. You you can't use a weed whacker because it makes too much noise. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do this. Let me tell you from cradle to grave exactly how you should live your life. And unfortunately, we've let them do it. Yep. A slice at a friggin' time. We yep. gave our rights away. You know. Um New, New York's their, their carry laws against the Bruin keeps getting cut down, right? Yeah. Every time Judge Sinatra and Judge Santagata, they keep ruling different ways, and the Supreme Court's going to end up stepping in. And there's this constitutional lawyer, Jonathan Turley, who uh, a lot of people know. He teaches at George Washington University and everything. And he's like, uh, he can't believe what's going on, you know. How Hochschul and Adams and the legislators in New York just keep introducing different stuff with, against exactly what the Supreme Court said. And he, this was a great tweet by Jonathan Turley. By the way, um, Calandro, C-O-L-A-N-D-R-O, number 2A, uh, at Calandro2A on Twitter. Matt, write a note, Matt. You want to talk about Discord when we close today, okay? Yep, got it. So Jonathan Turley tweeted, there is no evidence that New York is committed to ending its historical use of a circular firing squad <laughs> on Second Amendment rights. All Governor Hochschul is use, doing is using this law to rally support from 2A voters, to, despite the 2A outcome, you know, are supporting each other. I believe the same thing's happening here with Danielson and uh, what's his name uh, going after us with this post-Bruin trying to cha take our carry rights away. All they're doing is rallying support for their enemies. Yeah. We're getting people that are finally like, you know what, this is enough. 15 round to 10 mag, assault weapon ban, this thing. You know what, but now this is too, this is too much now. So we were allowed to carry for three months, <laughs> right. and you're taking it away from us. Right, this exactly. is too much. Yeah, exactly. So we have a gold member here, Ed Berrios. He lives down in Union, I believe, him and his wife, uh, uh, Mary. They're, they're hiking, some bitches, by the way. Mary and Ed, Peaceful Hikes is their Instagram page. So Ed is a member here, and he's a lawyer. Matt knows him very well, Matt. Uh, you know Ed Berrios. He came in and did yes. all his quals here. He added guns. So, you know, er, he's a lawyer, and he, everybody's going on about this carry insurance, which is part of the the carry bill. There is no carry insurance yeah. in New Jersey, ladies and gentlemen. We had carry insurance available from USCCA and a few other companies. Uh, in Murphy's first term, he, he wrote an executive order canceling it, saying it was murder insurance. And locked in and Lloyds of London and Granite State, they pulled out of the state. So there is nobody offering carry insurance. U.S. Law Shield, if you live in 49 states, you want to go to U.S. Law Shield. If you live in New York, NY Tax Defense. It's not insurance. It's a legal defense fund. Now, the carry bill says if once it passes, Murphy's going to try to sign it before December 31st. Once it passes... Uh, we'll have like six months to get insurance, so we're going to have to find an insurance company to underwrite it. But uh, Ed Berrios wrote a good paragraph. So he wrote this. He goes, In our community, there has been some discussion about whether the proposed liability insurance in the proposed statute contradicts Murphy's executive order. There is a way that the proposed statute's requirement for carry liability insurance and Murphy's executive order could coexist, and a court would likely give effect to both. There are two parts to liability insurance, defense cost and indemnity. The first is to keep the ban on insurance for defense costs. The second is to permit indemnity to third-party claims. While New Jersey insurance law bans coverage for intentional acts as a matter of public policy, there is an exception where indemnification does not inure to the benefit of the insured. What this means is that the gun owner cannot be indemnified for any loss, but the affected injured 
par- third party may collect proceeds from the insurance policy, i.e., uh, may a direct claim uh, for proceeds from the policy, Ed Berio. So if somebody attacks you and you shoot them, they could get money, but you can't get money if you get hurt when it happens. Which the which big is tort guys love. And <laughs> correct. Which is typical New Jersey yep, yep, crap. Yeah. Right. Again, part of the nanny state. We're going to offer something. So now when I talk to Brian Bergen this week, ladies and gentlemen, if the Senate makes any changes to the carry bill, it's got to go back to the assembly. There's only like six or seven legislative days left on the calendar before the end of the year, before it drops to Murphy's desk. Then it has to start all over in January again. It has to start with an assembly committee, and it could take months again for it to get through. So cross your fingers that the Senate makes some changes or revision, and cross your fingers that we have friends like Brian Bergen and Auth who are going to go up there and uh, speak up for us again. So it'll be interesting to see what happens on Monday. But you see it's chess here. It's not checkers. And that's why you want to follow Gun for Hire Radio. You want to share it with everybody. You want to make sure everybody gets a firearms ID card. Everybody buys crime proof. Everybody buys decoding firearms because we need to educate people. Everybody has to buy Knappen's book as well. I'm sure a new issue will be coming out soon with the carry after the carry legislation goes through. How are we doing with time, boobies? We're about halfway there, so we might as well take care of the housekeeping right Got now. Got it. Let me take a swish of water right now. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> It was vodka. I thought it was tequila. Damn. I told you. Ugh. Anyway. Uh, by the way, Arizona was very nice. Hot during the day, cold at night. Uh, beautiful place to visit. Five-hour flight, two-hour time zone. I'm good. Uh, I'm good. Uncle Marty's V Burger, martysvburger.com. 20% off if you mention Gun for Hire or Gun for Hire Radio. He is in Manhattan, or you can pick it up at Freakin' Vegans uh, on Freakin' Fridays in Prospect Park in New Jersey. Support those who support you. Uh, by the way, U.S. Law Shield is going to be holding another event uh, in January. It's going to be a Sunday this time, maximum 150 people. Be on the lookout. My doctor, OptimalHealthWellnessNJ.com. Last week, I go for blood work. Yesterday, he calls me up, gives me all the results of my blood work, modified one of my drugs, moved on. No more appointments, no waiting in line, nothing for me. OptimalHealthWellnessNJ.com for a couple hundred bucks a month. Concierge medicine, okay? Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club, L-A-K-E-I-S.org. Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club in Carteret, New Jersey is looking for junior rifle members between 12 and 18 years old to learn firearm safety and to compete in small bore and air rifle competition. For more info, please visit lakeis.org. Please, if you're in the Scotch Plains area, Zen Float Center, our friend Sharon Decker, zenfloatcenter.com. Chris Decker, I promise I am going to get down there. I want to try it. I'm going to do mushroom psilocybin before I go in, though. I want to see if I could, you know. I want to go just to watch him do mushrooms. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not doing that. Uh, Dan Schmutter is still looking for plaintiffs. He's looking for uh, anybody in the medical profession with a carry permit, someone who has a carry and goes to the racetrack, someone who lives in an apartment, theirs or their parents who has not applied for a pistol permit or FID card yet. Any type of house of worship, house of worship with a school or a, a yeshiva attached to it or a house of worship without a school. Junior rifle team parents, anybody who takes mass transit, bus, plane, train, automobile with a carry permit, okay? Anyone with a permit who frequents a business of some sort in a strip mall or other multi-tenant property that also has a daycare or nursery of sorts on the property, please email Dan Schmutter at HartmanWinnicki.com or StrikeForce at ANJRPC.com. The more plaintiffs we have, the more people that are shown that were harmed because of Murphy signing this carry killer bill, the more arguments we have with the lawyers to get a restraining order, to get a, 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 a... I can't even think of it right now. But the more we have to get a faster win, the faster we're going to get this to the Supreme Court. Their hubris is going to be their undoing. It's a circular firing squad, as Jonathan Turley said, in New York and New Jersey. Keep it up, fellas. You're just expediting the inevitable. When yeah. Thomas and Alito, and believe it or not, what's his name? What's the Supreme Court justice's name? The, the top guy? I forgot his name already. Roberts. 
when they get this, they're going to fix He's it. Easily forgotten. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're going to fix it, <laughs> but good. Okay. So listen. Some um, emails before I get into other stuff. It's nonstop with the emails. I love everybody. Um, you know, uh, everybody is is so involved. There's going to be a protest in Ocean County. There's going to be a protest in Ocean County on December 9th at uh, 10 o'clock, and it's going to be down in front of the Ocean County Court Building. They're going to meet on Hooper and Washington on the corner. It's a peaceful protest with signs, okay? No carried signs, no sticks for signs, just paper signs, and it's your rights and responsibility. What is? It's anybody that wants to come, you can contact Glenn, G-L-E-N-N, Images at gmail.com. Glenn Images at gmail.com. The reason there's going to be a peaceful protest is the huts, the Ocean County courts are delaying everybody, delaying everybody from getting a carry permit. There are people are waiting months and months and months. Okay. Seems to be intentional. They're just waiting for what happens on Monday. Uh, yeah, well, it could be. Other judges are processing, but a lot of judges have slowed down, so it probably is that. But it, this is basically just a peaceful protest. Glenn, G-L-E-N-N, images at gmail.com. Anybody interested, uh, please dress appropriately. Don't wear anything stupid. No, the no media is going to look for the please. one person with the camo or the flannel or the Confederate flag or yeah. some crap like that. Please don't be us. And then they're going to have you. You're going to be Washington saying, outfits. yep, you're going to have your mouth open yawning and they're going to take a one one thousandth right. of a second photo yep. and they're going to post it with your fist up and your mouth open so it looks like you're angry and aggressive. But uh, I, I, I I commend everybody um, to to doing what they're doing because you know that our country was built on peaceful protest look what's going on in china it was squashed in canada you know uh peaceful protest uh by uh, trudeau you know what's his name's uh, son uh, <laughs> so yeah he's uh what was it what was fidel castro's son is definitely okay. trudeau yeah, definitely i think so uh, who's this? Oh, Justin M. Esquire sent me an email. Anthony, thank you again for the signed copy of your book. What a terrific read. I devoured it cover to cover and put it up with some of my other favorite authors. I'm right next to Napping on his bookcase. <laughs> he goes, what a relief to know that I'm not alone as a family safety nut crazy man. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> it was f nice to finally meet you in person this past Wednesday and have you evict me from your range. You know, I throw everybody out when they're leaving. Right, Matt? That's right. That's true. Yep. It's been a right, I tell everybody, you're done. Get out. Get out. Uh, he it was the first time he was in the range. My staff helped him. He was blown away. Uh, Justin M, the Mister, the lawyer. Thank you so much and welcome uh, to the family. I got uh, James W K. Uh, finally got his carry permit on eleven three. It's his whole process started eight twenty five, which is not too bad. I, I love that everybody keeps sending me their timelines. Uh, Union County uh, is getting up to the program already too. Uh, Jay from Uni County said he finally got his permit. He's been a listener uh, every week, and he's donated to all the organizations. And uh, he's hoping that maybe someday we'll be stepped up to two-and-a-half-point-tier uh, uh, citizens rather than third-tier <laughs> citizens. I, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's happening in our uh, lifetime. No. I got one from Precision Family Health, Dr. Jerry, a chiropractor, and he wrote um, – Thank you for all your hard work and efforts. I get that all the time. He goes, I qualed at your range, reviewed the application a countless number of times, which I found many mistakes each time I looked. Uh, so he checked it and double-checked it. He submitted everything, had his fingerprints done August 31st. He did it all step-by-step, -step, photos and everything. And uh, he's uh, he finally got his carry permit on 12-1, uh, Okay. And uh, he, he's just happy that he got it, and he wanted to thank everybody. And he says it's Taylor ham, egg, and cheese, by the way. <laughs> so I don't do egg on it. I just do Taylor and cheese. We've talked about that. Tomorrow morning I'm going to bring my parents Taylor, egg, and cheese on bagels. They said they want it. So my father's walking around a lot, but he's not ready to drive. And if anybody's seen him outside, they know he's, uh, he's stir-crazy because yeah. he's always down here walking around. Uh, two more letters, and then we're going to get to Matt again. I feel overwhelmed, compelled to write this email about the Gun for Hire facility. I've been there several times in the past few years. I've come with my wife, friends, other family members, uh, et cetera, et cetera. 
uh, with new and um, experienced shooters alike. Each time I am amazed by the amount of professionalism, warmth, and friendliness I am met with. We have them on medication. <laughs> Everyone from the welcome desk, the managers, the employees, to the newly appointed store, the RSOs, etc. Literally every member of the team is so good I find it hard to believe. Maybe I'm just jaded from how most people are in the world today. I took my first training course last night, and I have to shout out to the instructors, Moosey, Will, and Rod. It must have been an NRA basic class. He goes, again, uh, they were welcoming, friendly, and professional. They were all very knowledgeable. And despite being in a classroom setting for hours, they made the experience fun. You notice how they rotate through, Andrew? We do that to keep it fresh. You know what I mean? He goes, I didn't feel like I was in a class. I felt like I was hanging out with good friends. When it came time for the range portion, they gave useful feedback on the various platforms, and they were even able to critique some form improvements. I really cannot say enough good things about the company as a whole. I look forward to my next visit already. Thank you for everything you do. Keep up the amazing work. All right, last one, Fernando. Hey, Anthony, I would like to start off by saying thank you for uh, all your help with the carry permit. Thank you for fighting for our 2A rights. You have a beautiful facility with an amazing team. I just listened to the show and I wanted to share my experience in the process. I did my qual with you in July, submitted my packet to Warren Township 720. Warren Township was phenomenal. The detective conducted the investigation quickly and submitted it to the Somerset County um, Courthouse on 10, and it was approved on 1027. But I was only notified on 1117. Ugh, three weeks it was held, Sandy. Hmm. Three weeks, all right? It took him three months to get all of this through. But he has his pan gun permit, uh, carry permit, and he has a, a pistol permit, and he's coming up here to buy a gun because, as we say, support those who support you. That's how it goes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you have kids that are on social media, this is our learning portion before Matt tightens it up for us in a minute. A kid posted in New Jersey... I'm going to try to find the town here real quick. On his Snapchat, oh, Brick Township. Everything always happens in Brick. Did we ever notice that? He posted a picture of uh, Airsoft Gun and candy. I don't know, Smarties candy with Airsoft Guns, and it caused a lockdown of the school. Oh, come on. Veterans Memorial School. Okay. Are, are you serious? Uh-huh. <laughs> they located the, the sender and determined like the that, that the firearms were Airsoft Guns and they were taken from the house. Oh, my God. They, they, they the confiscated the airsoft guns. I don't know if they took the Smarties. I hate Smarties. I wouldn't have taken yeah, them. Yeah, I wouldn't. Listen to me. We all, New Jersey, Sandy or I coined the phrase closet gun owners in New Jersey. We're, we're treated worse than sex offenders, right? Yeah. Uh, be careful what your kids post online. I know we all want to exercise our First Amendment and our Second Amendment rights, but especially kids school you know we had a kid many many years ago that took a they came for a birthday party and the kids smuggled out a spent shotgun casing the kid was like nine or ten years old well you know how telephone tag works when you were a kid the school system he brought the spent shotgun shell to school uh, the story worked its way around to the kid brought a loaded shotgun to school it happens yeah it happens the kid, yeah yeah Please, you got to be careful what your kids are bringing to school, what they're doing. That's why your ammo should be locked up as well as your guns should be locked up. No unauthorized persons. We are under the microscope right now with firearms in New Jersey. Any excuse for the legislature to come down on us even harder that they've, than they've come down on us, uh, I believe we have to really be diligent about that. Matt, how do you handle it? You have three kids. Talk to us about this before you get into NFT again. How do you handle your kids, especially since all three of them shoot here and they're all pretty damn good shots? How do you handle it? Um, I mean, the Dylan, Sophia, and Donovan from an early age, you know, have all been to the range. They all have been educated to the point um, where they they know that there's several different kind of categories I, I talked to them about from for instance you know gun safety at the house um you know all my guns are locked up um they don't have access to anything um i have a uh, a man closet <laughs> it's not it's not big enough to be a man cave so i call it my man closet but you know <laughs> er everything is is safe um and when we tra I transport, they know not to touch anything, and they, they don't put their hands on anything until it, it, it's facing downrange, uh, you know, in the port. They but all of them are active of on social media, right? They're all active on social media. 
Am yeah, I right? So the TikToks and everything else. So I told them, you know, just because they are active uh, and enjoy the gun range, they they uh, they have to be careful posting anything uh, gun related. And at the same time, um, you know, they have to be careful in their friend groups when they they speak. They can't joke about shooting um, mm. or messing around like that. And I tell them that they have to denounce anything and not continue conversations if somebody is joking to them and you know oh you have a gun you know and i told them it's it's a path that they have to be very respectful and mature about and it's part of the package you know you you cannot not only joke in a range uh you know there's respect verbally regarding firearms and physically, you know, in and out, it's 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 all encompassing, and it takes uh, a lot of patience and time um, sitting with the kids and really making sure they understand. And you know what, my kids gave me that attention, and they. The nice thing here with the instructors, they all been phenomenal, um, and they've been here enough where you know they they have a different ear when. They listen to me as opposed to listening to an instructor. So um, they've been getting a lot of input. You know, coming here and having them be in the range, it's not just always talk about gun safety. It's it's you know it, it's a lot. We always the minute we have a kid at the range, it's an opportunity to educate them about when they go to another kid's house to play. You know, and what they do if they happen to see a firearm, and the same thing with social media. It's it's. It's something we discuss with a lot of the kids here. Um, but my kids are, thank, thankfully, are very, you know, conscious of posting anything like that. And, you know, when Dylan comes and shoot here, he does videos. Sophia does videos. They love it. And they they basically keep that within the family. It's not something they really tout and, and throw throw out in social media. But, but you see the big difference. Matt communicates with him like an adult and he treats him with respect and again again now remember i'm like uncle tony i break all their chops and i teach them all bad stuff and everything else like that but you know that's that's a rite of passage right but we all know Absolutely. but in between that joking around when i talk to dylan i'm like when i give him a knife i'm like don't you ever bring that to school you know you know what i mean like he they yeah. know like i'm like like if you bring that to school i will never give you another one again you're done you know like so there's the joking yeah. part of it there but there's the the reality is there too and they have to know that there's ramifications you know we all love to joke here i love to joke with the kids they're our, they're our freaking future you, you know what i mean and you want them out there making us proud but it you know it takes a village right so you got mom laying the hammer down yep. you got dad laying the hammer down you got anthony screwing around a little bit but always dropping you know the lines making sure you do what you have to do and and that's i think this is a very important learning segment you know because sandy and i we only talk about dogs so it's nice that pretty much talking yeah. about those other small things what are they called kids kids that's it yeah so <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what donovan donovan has a, a photo you know and to give you an idea once you really instill all of these you know boundaries and and education regarding firearms and things you know, it does open the door for a little fun because then they they're aware of what's fun and what's serious. And yeah, yeah. there's my one of my favorite pictures is Anthony holding Donovan. He had to be about six, <laughs> and he, he's in the retail area. And Anthony's just smiling, and Donovan's like leaning into Anthony like Big Uncle Anthony, and and Donovan's holding a ball peen hammer that's like the size of his head. <laughs> that's my hammer I and, keep on my desk. <laughs> right. Sorry. So the joke is we have that printed and he has it in his room and, and his friends come over they're like, what's that? And Donovan's like, that was my first ball peen hammer. <laughs> <laughs> I keep that on my desk, that ball peen hammer. I keep it, I keep it on my desk all the time. Yep. <laughs> Matt, NFT winner Eric Kleiner just walked by and looked in the window. He's heading into the VIP now. So we, nice. we talked about Matt's dad passing, my uncle, my dad having surgery last Wednesday. Uh, a lot of people don't know, you know, Matt is a designer extraordinaire. Graduated first in his class in Pratt University Industrial Design. Can pretty much draw, paint, I don't know, sculpt, whatever. And and he's great at logos. That's all I care about, right, at this point, and marketing in those <laughs> colors. Uh, we always talk about it all the, the time. What, what happens is I go to Matt. I go, I have idea. 
and I hand him a paper with a circle and a line through it, right? <laughs> and I walk right. away. <laughs> I have ideas. That's not too here. far from the truth. Right? Yeah, I hand I hand him cave drawing. You right, know, right. and then I break out my crayons. Yeah, right. and, then, and, then, and then he supersizes it, right? So, uh, but a lot of people don't know. Matt uh, also had a brother, James, who I was very fortunate to know. I was very fortunate to be in Matt's wedding party uh, alongside James. James was the best man at the wedding party. Was James the best man? Yeah, Matt. Yeah, so James yep. was the best man. I was in that wedding party, and Matt's brother was a was a marine. And he was a really good-looking guy, and he had a great personality. And I'm not saying that because he passed away, but your brother truly was, uh, you know, he was a great guy, and I miss him. Thank you. And yes. James passed away, and when Matt designed these uh, five NFT l logos, which he broke his ass 3D modeling and everything, by the way. I know, because I heard the complaints every day about how he broke his ass about it. <laughs> not, not that I'm saying anything wrong with that, but, but anyway, because uh, Matt thinks, because I'm a little bit of a savant, he, Matt, Matt, Matt knows I hear everything. He just doesn't realize I retain it all, but he knows I hear it. Correct. But, but there's, a, there's a personal connection on that one design, Matt, and I want you to share with everybody please yeah absolutely I appreciate that so you know my um, when I was um, designing these you know I I was thinking about bringing a part of me into each one of these coins um, because it's truly amazing as as an as an artist um, to have your stuff you know brought into the digital world minted and then be available to the world um, and you know to have the vice president of SIG call and work with you um, and mm. be excited about this and kind of give me carte blanche because they had never done this before um, and then they post to 1.6 million people you know what you're doing the whole thing has just been really spectacular um, and you know the soldier I'm really and it just makes everything and the time I took and the reasons I did it that much more um, valuable, um, I, I feel. And, you know, the soldier, which, you know, my brother was a Marine uh, in Desert Storm during that time. And, mm -hmm. you know, I was in Brooklyn actually designing and at Pratt. And I got a call in the middle of the night, which I'm typically up. One of the few people that was like three or four in the morning, I'm still reworking and designing and uh and he called and I was shocked because it's probably been eight months and I haven't heard from him. And, it, you know, we were really close. We, um, take a deep breath. Man. We had a, we had a great relationship. So hearing, excuse me, hearing he was safe was, uh, a great feeling and you know, there's a lot of humming in the background. And uh, he, um, I said, hey, what, what's going on? And he's like, you know, there's just a sea of people in the desert here praying. And uh, I had the opportunity. I wanted to call you, you know, tell you I'm okay. So, <clears throat> you know, as a, as a big brother to me, you know, the joke throughout our whole life was, I'm older than you. You're never going to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, you know, unfortunately passed from uh, cancer and uh, at a young age in his 40s, yeah. 45. And, I'll never you know, I ended day. up passing him, which I never wanted to do. And, you know, his friends, um, they all, you know, Jim was just an unbelievable father brother and friend and you know his, his good friend who races cars has uh, his initials on his race car and uh he says you know james always uh rides shotgun with him which is really awesome so uh, my jeep my gun for hire jeep i actually put some i'm sorry it's okay. It's it's expected, man. It's expected. Seriously. So I put uh, you know, some army guys on my Jeep. And uh, so he was with me a lot. And, you know, this is a whole other avenue 
uh, Tishir Jim. So. And it's beautiful. If you guys haven't seen the coins, Matt, what's the website? Gunforhirenft.com? Is that it or no? Yeah. What is it? And then Gunforhirenft.com? Yeah. yeah. And you can so this see inaugural all the NFT. Yeah, this inaugural NFT, uh, the soldier was inspired by my hero and my brother. So, uh, hoorah, brother. Love you. <laughs> hoorah, huh? God bless. So, yeah. uh, Matt. Um, what else? What else can you tell us? So again, you can buy this NFT with a credit card, right? And you're getting stuff with it. Um, what else would you like to add before we get Sandy to start talking about guiding reins and the wrap up? Um, what else would you like? Yeah. To so add again, w one thing which is really nice is I just wanted to touch on you know Discord, where people are like, "What is that? That's an app. My kid knows it. I don't. I just don't want another app." And let me tell you something. Um, I was the same boat. You know, before the NFT launched, we created an, a Discord channel. And what this means is basically, I think That's no matter what age you are, you really understand a forum, you know, where you could go before the digital, you went to a place and there was a forum and you discussed. Um, now with this digital world, there's plenty of forums. So Discord is a very easy app. You just search for Discord, download it. You could go to our website and click the link it's so amazing because it's all like-minded people. There's, you know, hundreds of people on there. They're all gun for hire people and they just talk and share throughout the entire day. And there's different, different topics. One's the NFT, one's about their favorite firearm. And it's an unbelievable community that was created so quickly. Um, mm -hmm. so I really invite you to, uh, to get on there and then, Regarding the four other coins, I'm going to be sharing on the Discord channel uh, stories about what be went behind the other four designs. And again, it's you know uh, $500 for this membership, which is much more than a membership. Um, it is the beginning of something truly massive, um, and it's definitely uh, worth. Uh, looking into figuring out getting answers we're here if you have any questions come at any time check out the discord anytime and um I'm great really holiday excited. great holiday gift absolutely. great holiday gift absolutely for sure uh, you know and uh there's uh, there's good opportunities for people and for all of us to get our feet wet i'm learning so much i'm on discord right now i have no idea what i'm doing so maybe someday matt will spend a few minutes and show me but right now i'm just <laughs> watching a little bit i'm not doing anything with the discord but uh yeah i just matt you you, you did a phenomenal job uh Thank you on the back end you on the front end everybody just did a, a great job with this and again you know you see comments and stuff oh what are you guys doing that for again this is a whole listen barrett started it now who was the first gun range that got into nfts who was the first gun store that got nfts who was the first to to uh to partner with a major manufacturer like sig you know a five-star manufacturer with a six-star range uh, always gun for hire right we always got to stay out there and that's Absolutely. what we do Absolutely. sandy how are we doing you with know, time we're doing oh, i'm okay. sorry oh yeah matt go ahead you got we got time talk matt yeah yeah one other thing i i, I was talking about that kind of resonated with some members uh, that came in is you know, I compare it to throughout the years, uh, throughout the decades, um, businesses wanting to reach their customer, you know, from a mm -hmm. sandwich board to a fax. Wow, I could actually send a piece of paper to somebody's office, you know, and it had specials and, you know, this now, and then there's emails, um, billboards, TV ads. This is a next generation of reaching your customer and like i said you know as being able to reach somebody because there's a smart contract attached to the nft and if you're the owner we're going to be able to reach you and say hey i know your membership's over but guess what we're having an event for nft holders only it's in the range you come and shoot for free and we're raffling off a gun you know look forward to hosting you all mm -hmm. and we'll have amazing food pop-up events will be happening um, among many many other things so again the, although your membership perk ends after a year from february to february the value and events and just really amazing 
uh, things that we're going to be planning will always continue as long as you hold on to that NFT and you don't sell it. So it's kind of uh, like a super, super membership, you know, like an elite membership inside the regular membership that just yeah, kind of never exactly. expires as long as yes. you're holding on to it. Yeah. Well, the membership lasts for one year, but all the perks that go with it, all these other things that what an NFT holder has, the inaugural NFT holders, it never goes away. And that's that in and of itself, you're to be one of only 200 people that are invited to these particular events and look kind of like behind the scenes things that are going on that nobody else is going to have access to. You, yep. you, really you can't even cool. believe the, the support you that su- support those who support you stuff. You know, George and John Y, uh, um, they, they bought one. You know, John works here part time. He's as an intern. He's just a great kid. They couldn't wait to do it. Liam Bohan with his son Aiden, they, they, uh, they bought like three and they're giving them, they're giving two away to people that can't afford them in wow. the community That's that really want to get great. involved. You know, and they're like, well, because Anthony did the quarantine crawl. Now, a, a lot of people don't know the quarantine crawl. I did the, the, Matt did the first quarantine crawl here. I took it, ran with it, and drove around like a jackass for 16 weeks and did 300 businesses. So, Matt. Most Matt, of them restaurants, I'll no, let yeah. you know. You're well, talking over like, 400. Don't yeah. sell yourself short. Over 400. <laughs> but, but the other thing is what people don't realize is Matt did all the back end stuff creating quarantinecrawl.com, but his son Dylan fine tuned it all. Dylan Absolutely. knows every one of those quarantine crawl businesses like the back of his hand. <laughs> he was getting the artwork from their websites and information and their and their uh, uh, GPS coordinates and addresses and everything. And he would come to me like every two minutes, not a pain in the ass, but he comes to me like every two minutes. Like, well, is this good? Is that right? Is it? And I was like, yes, I went there and they had this pizza and they're this chiropractor. Whatever. We killed it. The three of us went back and <laughs> forth to create that. And I'll tell you what, people sent. I get at least daily. I'm looking for a doctor. I'm looking for a body shop. I'm looking for this. I send it to Quarantine Crawl. Liam Bohan, this week with Phoebe, he brought up the Quarantine Crawl when he bought the three uh, NFTs. Right, Matt? Did you know yeah. that? Yeah, he brought it, He brought yeah. that up. I mean, it's, it's amazing the community we've all built here. And again, you know, I'm the big mouth and the face up front, and I, you know, everybody's looking for me. But Matt was nervous he was going to screw up on this show like Gary did, guys. And girls, so all of you <laughs> listeners, all of you listeners, when you come in, I want you to walk up to Matt this week and say, you did great. Everybody come up to Matt and say, you did great. If he goes into the bathroom, follow him into the stall. And, oh, wait till he comes out of the stall and say, you did great. <laughs> there you go. Everybody. I love it. Sandy, you want to tell us about guiding reins, please, well, first, Matt? I want to invite oh, Matt back. Uh, I, no, I, I would like to have you back, Matt, <laughs> to even talk about the the artwork. I, you're, I've been with you, f- watching you design fourteen the, years, Sandy, yeah, fourteen very, years, very long time, and and watching you and uh, in, in amazement most of the time of your the the thought process you have in designing your art. And you truly are a gifted artist. Um, I would love to have you, you come back on and, and, and just talk about each of the challenge co- each of the, the NFT coins. Yes, and, I and love that. What went on? What your thought process was in, in each of the uh, each of the coins? Real, yeah, real quick, that would be great. So, real quick. So, Matt and I first contact together. Matt was twenty two years old. Matt, how are you? How old are you now? I was 31 when I met Matt, ladies and gentlemen. I'm 61 now. Okay? Half my life and more than half his life, some bitch. He loves me standing behind him while he's designing (laughs) stuff. He loves that. (laughs) No, it's been a great relationship. Tumultuous, up, down, in, out, happy, sad, deaths births, marriages, everything. It's everything that goes with uh, 30 years. Everything that goes with it wouldn't change uh, 99% of it for all of the world. You know, it's funny when you were talking about uh, all the accolades you were getting from the, you know, and, and, and there's a common thread that runs in it. And what I think people really need to know is the backstory behind a lot of this. Uh, I remember the two of us going from place to place. I mean, from 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 range to range, from state to state, all over the damn country, 
and you taking notes on what never to do. Uh, and that's really how you built Gun for Hire. Uh, it was looking at what, where the where the problems were in the in the in the gun range industry, in the gun in the gun store industry, in the relationships that um, weren't there in, uh, in many of those ranges, and that's why many of you who are new to the industry or new to the to shooting in itself and have never been to any other gun range can't really truly appreciate the differences between what you'll experience at, at Gun For Hire and anywhere else in the world um, unless you go to one of those other ranges and then you'll see the difference. Because I'm crazy. You, it starts are, from the top. Exactly right. Completely loon. Uh, it, it's complete lunacy, but uh, Matt, do we stop everybody and say welcome to the family, Matt? Yeah, everybody, and it, and it truly is everybody. It truly is a family, and <laughs> and uh, and you see that. All right, enough of that shit. So yes, thank if you your all. head gets any bigger, uh, we won't be able to fit you through the door. He was a young lad when I met him. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, thanks again for being on the show. Thank you, guys. Appreciate the opportunity. And, well, it looks like the clock on the wall says it all. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Uh, Gun for Hire Radio is a Counterthink Media production. The music used in this podcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, master trainer Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, on sale wherever great books are sold and at the gun shop, gun range, bookstore uh, known as Gun for Hire. And if you're there, you might even be able to get him to sign the book. If you give him an extra 20 bucks, he'll probably do anything. Uh, we love you guys. I want to just leave you with a, a, a passing request. Um, go to Guiding Range, G-U-I-D-I-N-G-R-E-I-N-S, like the reins of a horse, and um, take a look at what they're doing and we would ask that it is the end of year so for those of you who are qualified um, to make a contribution uh, a big contribution at the end of year contribution that is 100% tax deductible uh, check of course with your tax advisor because I am not a licensed tax advisor nor do I play one on the radio um, and please just um, you know, see what these guys are doing. It is an incredible program that has had their funding cut to the nuts. So please, um, it is doing tremendously good work. So if it's if you are a vet or know a vet or care about a vet, um, please consider donating. And uh, Matt's phone will say it all. We love you guys um, <laughs> from uh, the shadows of the New York City skyline and the beautiful foothills of the Carolinas. Uh, we love you guys. God willing, Jesus carries in the batteries. Now we will see you again next week. And I'm going to Carolina.